That L Word Podcast. Do you need the leadership work? Can you even love? A podcast about leadership and everything that people are afraid to say out loud. Do you love yourself? Because if you ain't leading yourself, how can you lead a multi-million dollar corporation? We're back for another episode, and Fidel has stayed Yes, to record another episode with us, but we're just going to kind of continue with the last episode-ish. Part two. Part two. Part two. Part two. This is our first part two. Or part two, as they say, uh, I think in France, maybe? Part two. Oui, oui. Right? I don't know. D-E-U-X? Boom, boom. Is that like a dad joke? No, I'm just, it's I got a dad joke my for head. You. Oh, I got boy. a dad joke for you. What do fish use for money? Sand dollars. Oh, boy. <laughs> you can tell who's got a dollar in the house. I, was, I, was, I know. Like, I feel like I should know yeah. that one. Hold on. Where do, where do fish keep that money? The riverbank. Oh, my God. Oh, man. You guys got you guys getting this? This is good, right? <laughs> and oh, and our, our, listener, our listenership just went down. <laughs> no, they like they laughing. They're like, oh, that's corny. Oh, but like, it's, it's the crazy stuff to keep people engaged. Mm-hmm. You're engaged, right? Put it in the comments if you like the... Um, uh, th- those dad jokes, and I'll bring Be you some engaged. more. Or tell me that you don't, you did like it, and you don't want to hear anymore. That's a possibility. Too. That is a possibility. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we going back into like, um, or or if you have dad jokes that you want to, oh, there we, we go. Share. That's right. Add that in there. Like why you, <laughs> why you can only ran past tense. If that's what it takes you to put a review in there, yes. <laughs> put the dad joke in there. I will say it next episode, next when, time we record. When my daughter goes to camp, we send these little notes, and it, every day I put a dad joke. There's websites out there that are, you know, dadjoke.com or whatever, yeah. They got all kinds of I heard it stuff. watching TV with my, with my six-year-old, and it was like, ah, oh, I'm using that. <laughs> I'm totally using that. And, uh, and, uh, I'm, uh, hopefully, I, uh, if I get this next speaking engagement with this finances people. You fired up with that? Oh, I'm totally. To- I got to do it right because I don't want it. Can't, it's just got to be done. You know, when you're speaking, you got to like have that, that mo- every moment that makes mm. every gap, every silence has to be planned and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So I, I got gotta- a joke for you for every speaking <clears throat> to doctors. Okay. Okay. Don't tell nobody now. Don't tell them now. Uh, <laughs> so we talked about, like, we got off at a, I kind of shared with you a little bit about my story about adversity. And um, it's, 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 um, it's very funny or not funny. I, I, let me start, I need to start using a different way to say this. Um, it's very interesting to me how we do everything to, that we can to make life easier. But the easy is not what creates life, right? There's challenges, adversity, growth, and that ain't easy. None of those things are easy. And do you find that people just want you to tell them what to do instead of having to go through the process of doing what needs to be done? I do. Um, People, what should I do? And it's also a loving conversation to, to sometimes not answer the question because it's not often that someone gets asked, what do you want to do about it or ever? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, 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 so when you're coaching or in these conversations, it's, it's there, there's a responsibility. Maybe I'll answer it. Um, maybe, but before we even go there, we've got to take a pause and explore this a little bit. Um, so yes, to answer your question. Okay. And 
is is that the easy fix? I know you said like you don't answer, but like. Mm-mm. No. No, 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 no. I mean, okay, okay. I thought it was coming up with you yeah, before you're asking. I was like, I'm feeling my way forward. And like, okay, what was to come out here? But no, it's 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 your own alignment and what you know you're supposed to do. But they don't know. Um, they they, they haven't. Do. They it's do in there. know. They do know if they would one get still for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> and and check in. Um, you know the answer. You know the answers. You just have to listen and let it come to you. It's kind of like when we were talking earlier when <laughs> you know something's about to happen, but you do it anyway. Yeah. When we were talking about in the last episode, and you yeah. kind of play the victim mm-hmm. right after it happens. You feel it. You know. Yeah. And that's, to me, the essence of coaching and leadership, if we want to tie all this in, is, is listening. People know the answers. Yeah. So you I, just got to pull the thread. I had a client recently <laughs> uh, was talking about what was going on in their lives, and they're like, have you ever found yourself in this situation you know, and and then they're asking me like, now what can you say about this? And I says, what is it that you're hoping you're going to get from me sharing about my experience? I'm trying to indirectly um, get the answer. I mean, I mean, what are you hoping to get from yeah, you know? Sneak from, this in exactly. There. What are you hoping to get from me sharing about my experience? You know, because when I don't want to do any, I don't want to say the, say something when they're right. feeling something totally different. I don't exactly know at the root what's going on, so I need more information too, right? Um, and so, like, wow, well, I'm, I'm hoping maybe to get some inspiration. You know, some inspiration. Inspiration for what? You know, once you have the inspiration, what, what, are, you, what are you gonna what are you gonna do with that inspiration? You right. know, and kind of get into and, and, and in that process, we're almost getting to the root of what the real actual issue is, which isn't even what they brought up. Yeah, but that's you a know? tool, though. That's the, like it's because it's, we do it as coaches. Yeah, we'll go why? Okay, why? Yeah, why? And we'll keep peeling back, and I think that's something I've learned to do it myself. Um, and I, I always try to like to try to like create a process with it, yeah. but like um, you have to be able to be self aware. One, that's mm-hmm. where it starts. You got to be self aware enough. It's like, okay, I'm asking you this question. Why am I asking it? Why am I asking it? Okay, mm-hmm. this is why I'm asking it. Now, why do I need to know that? Why does that matter to me? Yeah. Like, why, then it's like, so how does this make me feel? Do I want to? You said it before, like, do I want to feel this way? Yeah. What way do I want to feel? How do I do that? So it's it's being curious enough and aware enough to continue to ask yourself the questions until you get to where you want to be. Yeah. Right. And those and for people that are listening, that doesn't mean you ask ten questions like, oh, I'm there. It's like you ask the question for days, mm-hmm. for months. For years and it's a lifestyle. Yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say, I was just it's, gonna it's say uh, for your life, you should be asking yeah. questions. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's not so the, the, the answer is not what should I do about the circumstance. Maybe uh, a potential question might be what's the best approach to this? What's what's the values here that we want to embody and practice mm-hmm. as we're, we're we're going through through this? Because if you make decisions <laughs> that are not even aligned with your values. You're gonna get more of what probably what you, what you have going on. So you don't know the answer. What do you value? Right. What 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 do you know the answers to? Let's let's get clear there. And then from that particular place, if I'm giving you answers based upon what I value and our values are different, you can do what I tell you to do all day long and and get different results. Um, I do but, value drills in workshops all the time. Awesome. And and we'll you know have everybody go around the room and talk about their number one value. And then especially in groups where they're teams. Like, look at all the different things that you all value within this room and how many of you have ever thought about that or even know that. So then when you come together as humans, again, to your point, our values are different. 
And so, I, you know, the advice, if I'm telling you, you've got to come in here and grind nine to five because I value my definition of success is money and, is, you know, positional authority and all that kind of stuff. But you're like, hey, I just I just work to, to go live. I'm telling you the exact wrong thing. Yeah. Like you've got to open that space for people and then continue to ask those questions. Um we, I don't think we got kind of down a rabbit hole there. I don't no, think. <laughs> no, no, it's, no it's, it's, it's how we handle adversity, how yeah. we handle hard moments, yeah. hard things. Well, like, the that's other what thing, we're talking about. I always ask too, what outcome <clears throat> do you want to see? Like they have to, they have to see themselves, you know, where do you want to be? And then where you see, like where you see yourself, where you want to be, then you have to ask yourself, where am I? And now what, what's the leap of faith? <clears throat> How What's we get them there, take? though? How do we get them there? Like, because the, the, it's easy to say, where do you see yourself? Like, some people no, don't no. see themselves anywhere. So, like you saying, these are where do you see yourself? Like, where do you, you want to be? You have to help them strip the constraints away because That's we put on all this okay. stuff. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I'm not this. I'm not that. In an unconstrained yeah. environment, what's the what's the outcome you would like to see? And they will tell you whatever it is. Okay. Well, now where are you? And what? is it going to take to build your courage and confidence to take that leap of faith to get where you want to be? Okay. And that's where the adversity comes in because I think it's those, those moments of adversity that you're on like, you know, I'm kind of seeing like a lily pad or something. What's it going to take? All these things are coming at me for me to jump off of this and go to the next one and then continue to hop, you mm-hmm. know, forward and, and move and grow. I'm trying to think of like what, like, what, that, what, what would that look like for me? Yeah. Like, like what? Like as we we give everybody else. We just talked about this in the break. Uh, we give everybody else advice. When you like when you deal with it, how, when you're going through adversity, how do you show up for you? How do you do it? Yeah, Man, it is hard <laughs> and it is messy and oftentimes I feel alone, and that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't always necessarily mean that it's true. Um, and so one is trying to create the way that I, that I want to feel, giving some time to think what's the outcome that I, that I want to have from this. Um, sometimes I don't even get the outcome that I want or that I desire, um, but I'm showing up and my, my best self, hopefully. And I just say, well, good job, Fidel. You know, you, 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 you did you cause you can't change people. Yeah. Um, and all the things where things are going right, and it's, right. it's, you got to go like, well, I'm going to be with me from the rest of my life. I, I, this is me. I still have to take care of me. Um, almost, I don't want to say by any means necessary, but but but, but it's, it's close ra- to it's it's, 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 it's radical self care. Yeah. And when I say radical self care, I'm talking about radically standing up for your values, for your heart, who you are, where you are in this particular moment. Because if, if you can't stand for yourself, you know what are you standing for? How how can you stand for? You know, you an example? Do you have an example about um, in, in any point? It could be you yeah, or a I think I, Yeah, example <clears throat> of radical self-care. Um, something's coming through right now, just even like, like, like with kids. So I, I want to attend every single game, right, things that are going on. We got a lot of them. We got four kids, things that go on. Mm. Um, but I also have a lot of passion. I've got a lot of goals. I've got a lot of things. And so oftentimes it does feel like I'm sacrificing some of my passion. Um, I'm showing up here for family and vice versa, right? Get to have it all. I get to do that. There are times when I know I need to go out there and I need to do something um, because this is going to impact something else that I'm working on. Um, and sometimes radical self-care means saying no to something that I value or I'm not going to be there and feeling bad about it 
and going about to do it. I have a better example. It just came happen. So that year my wife was gone to Bahrain, um, I went to Italy for a retreat. There's, yeah, so talk about all the kids' parents are, are out of the States, okay? Um, so she's doing her working thing. I'm going for work, but I'm on a retreat. I'm doing, like, yoga and coaching and different things. It's a good time, right? Yeah. Um, but for that to happen, the first thought was, I can't go. I got this amazing opportunity to, to go to Italy, um, and I was like, ah, it's not practical. I can't go. It's not going to make sense. The kids, da, da, da. Yeah. I checked in. But Fidel, do you want to go? Yeah, man, I, I wanted to go last year. The last time I got this opportunity, I said, no. How does that feel? Not good, right? Um, but yeah, I want to go. Okay. What's, what's the first step? Let's acknowledge the fact that I want to go on this experience. I want to do this. That's receiving. Right. There we go. That's your I'm, 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 yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm, like, I'm acknowledging that fact. Okay, cool. And then from that particular place, what would be the next step to do that? What do I need to receive in order for this to happen? Still not knowing if I can receive it. Well, I need support. I need people to come in. Okay, well, next step, take actions. Call people. Who can come? What's going to happen? So end up flying people into Washington State. Somebody's driving down from different states. People, people around the community are just coming in to take care of my kids. Some of them I didn't even know long. So talk about flying somebody cross-country just so I can go and have this trip. Some might call that selfish, right, in a particular way. Yeah. So, right? But, it's like, but, but I had a desire to go, and I wanted to do this thing, and I needed it. After being home with the kids for a while, I'm like, do I still have what it takes? You know, I'm like, I need to know that the different mode that I'm in, and I, I could feel myself struggling right now, and I'm like, I, I, need, I need to be in a different environment. I need to recharge. So I went. So here I am at this retreat. The retreat, the main part of the retreat's over. And my thoughts are, I need to go back home. I'm still supposed to be there for a couple more days. And I'm thinking, I'm now being uncomfortable. Um, and I knew if I opened my laptop, I would have paid the, whatever fees I needed to pay, be on the next flight, and to be home with my kids because my kids need me, and I'm gone. And then I checked in, and I recognized that's, that was actually all about me and not about the kids. I was just right? going to ask so you, what's I the chose, story yeah, so I, 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 Yes, I chose not to go home early because that was the most loving thing that I could do for my kids. Me going home early, um, I made up my mind, me going home early was the most selfish thing that I could actually do for my kids. Um, and then I had to come up with reasons why that was actual selfish. A lot, a lot of times what people, what people will happen, people will start to experience guilt or selfishness, but they never back it up with facts of why they actually feel that way. They just default to, I just feel guilty and that, that guilt and all of that, that and they go act on. But why, you, why am I actually guilty? What's going on? And so breaking that down for myself, saying, wait a minute, no, it's actually loving um, that I stay, that I don't. Why is that loving, right? Um, wow, the kids are receiving so much love they receive more love when I'm not there. Like, they're receiving love from, from grandpa, from uncle, from Miss Allie, from all these different people that came. And if I was to come home early, all they get, oh, they only get me. They only get me. And I'm limiting their love and what they're able to receive from all these people and what they're able to give and provide for them. And I was like, that, is, that would be selfish for me to come home and take that away from them. I'm going to stay in Italy for another week. People say, people would, would, would disagree. They said that you would give more love than all those people combined. Well, Hey, good for them. <laughs> yes, I have a lot of love to give, for sure. But I can't give the love that those people have to offer and to give them. And also, how, you know, they how... still get to, I, I still get to go home and give them love. My love for them doesn't change. Or me not being there doesn't, doesn't mean that they're loved less. And if you had come home, would you have come home with resentment, even if it's subconscious? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was, I wish I'd have stayed because then I you got here. Yeah. Like, I, I would see the photos, all the things. <laughs> man, it was the most refreshing, amazing time. And I came back like, man, what else is I don't possible? even know what it is that I actually want to go. What was it? Man, like, I mean, was it that awesome? It, it, was, it was a growth opportunity. I got to, I got to get filled up so much That's while I was there and brought that back to my family. Brought that back to my kids. So happy. Came back with that spark. Was like, man, I am ready to show up and to fulfill the rest of the time that we have here, you know, doing this dad thing, solo dad thing for the year, right? Um, as I say that, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a dad all, all, all of their years. Right. Not just for the year, but you know what I'm saying, right? I was like, wait, wait, wait I'm not just going to make a dad for the year. But you were 100% so parent. I, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. You know? And so it's like that was the most loving thing that I can do is to make sure that I had a full tank and also to demonstrate that you can still do what you desire and do what you want. You know, for the kids, like they need to see what that looks like. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, I don't want my kids to, 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 to have the thought That my dad had to choose between his passion and me, um, but 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 I guess to live his passion and he chooses me and I'm part of my dad's passion, right? And um, well, because you model the behavior you want to see in you know as a leader, yeah. you model the behavior you want to see in your team. As a parent, you model the behavior you want to see in your children. Yeah. So you were showing your children self care, and how you would come back because and I've talked about this a, a bunch of times where. And I wrote down when you were talking because I didn't want to interrupt you. We often assume, um, we often like, what's the word I'm looking for? I wrote down guilt equals truth, not true. Hmm. We often make the assumption that because I feel guilty, I should feel guilty, and that's true. And I think that's probably that's the, that's the most untrue <laughs> thing in the world. Yeah. Just because I feel guilty, that's the story I'm telling myself. That was the story you were telling yourself when you were away. Yeah. That they needed you. That's ego. Here's ego usually comes in every, every episode. episode. <laughs> yeah. But that's your ego saying, the... I'm the one who has to be there. When in reality, they were probably having a great time with all those people. A great time. And you were having a great time. But we often associate guilt and truth as the yeah. same thing, and it's not. And so how do you divest those two words, you know, and, and separate them so that you can say, I'm feeling guilty, but is that actually true what's going on? Yeah. And if it's not, then how do I deal with this feeling of guilt, reframe it, and then what is the result I'm looking for? I need to recharge myself, right? And it sounds like you were able to do that. You worked through it. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's adversity there because, man, guilt, yeah. guilt and ego, <laughs> like, and oh, my God. It, talked about ask, you have to ask yourself yeah. these questions. You yeah. have to get clear. Yeah, very uh, clear. For, for, for you and, and know why you're doing it. When you have that clarity I mean, now you also have more power because you yep. show up to whatever you decide to do um, with that in, that intensity or that intention on that because you I, know why. I had a sim- similar like story. Not is I don't need a country, but it was it, the adversity was with me and my wife, right? And so we, she likes to go do a whole lot of stuff. I'm <laughs> I do stuff, but then when I get home, I want to do nothing. Yeah, right. And I used to feel like guilt or shame because like when she was like hey you want to go to the movies with us you want to go to the market with us and I would just say yes because I thought I was supposed to say yes but th- that wasn't the truth right and because I was like man I'm not spending time with my kids and, and all this and and then I heard Brene Brown say this she's like she said this to uh, in a book you know there's a difference between child's play and adult play hmm. right because my wife used to say oh this is going to be fun and I'm like for who 
Right? Because that's like, for, like, for who is this fun for? Because yeah. when I take my kids out, this is, I love them. I, and I will go anywhere with them. But that is not fun. Like, seeing their smiles is re- refreshing. But that is work. When I take them to the, you say, oh, we get to go to the water park. No, they get to go to the water park. Right? Because I got to make sure they don't die. <laughs> right? You know? And so, like, it, it, it got to the point, we talked about this this morning, where I was like, now I'm like, no, I don't want to go. Because I was, I stopped telling them like it's. I'm not bad because I don't want. No, I just don't. Like that's not what fulfills me. And I'm gonna go here, and I'm not gonna be present. It ain't gonna be. It'll be time, but it won't be quality time, mm-hmm. right? And so now it's like, okay, I've told myself, okay, how do I now? So I don't feel this way. Now I need to do some things that are for me, and I'll do some things that are for them yeah. in a way that I can enjoy it as, as well. Yeah. Right, yeah. and, and and if my and if my wife enjoys it that much, then sometimes maybe you just need to be a mama today, yeah. and it's okay. What if the question had been <clears throat> reframed instead of <clears throat> "Do you want to go?" Will you go? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, I had to think. Of, I had to make sure that she if, <laughs> to see if she had really reframed it before. And no, I was no, like, no. But I'm asking, right? So if we think about that, mm-hmm. do you want to do it? No, I don't. That doesn't sound fun to me. Will you do it? Yes, I will. I will. Or no, I won't. Yeah. Right? But at least when you... When if my you, daughter asks, like, I'm... If well, the six course. Six yeah, years, yeah. she's like, Dad, I want you... Well, that's different. I don't care if I want to go or not, I'm going. <laughs> but there's a difference in when you're, when you're asking questions, and I think this happens when we're interacting with other people. If you say, do you want to go, you're putting them in a position where they feel obligated, right? Instead of saying, will you go, if that's really what you mean. Yeah, it's almost like setting people up. <laughs> no, I, I, don't be giving my wife. You've been no, not be listening. Hey, if how, you listening, Ludella, stop listening. How many how many times does this happen to us? Yeah. Somebody's like, "Hey, you, what are you doing this weekend?" Oh, nothing. Cool. Can you help me move? Yeah. You're setting them some. Like I never ask somebody that. I say, "Hey, I'm moving this weekend. If you're free, can you help?" I usually coach it though, because like how how you word things. Like I don't. There's you could have an open end question, or I could be very direct. Even in emails, we do it in business yeah. all the time. It's like like what what is the response that I want to get, and how is the other person? <laughs> but that's going manipulation. How do, I, how do I get the response that I want? How do I get the response that I want yeah. from this and set my set this up so that I get what I want? That's right. You're yeah. manipulating. I'm not it. saying I'm not. I so then how often <laughs> I can't disagree because like I do like I'll read the emails. Hmm, what what is this saying? Uh, no, but how often do we do that with ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of asking yourself, do I want to do this or will I do it? Those are two different it's questions. It's like in the Marines, like uh, we had junior Marines. Like you don't ask them, who wants to volunteer? You never ask that question. <laughs> you say, you, 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 this is what we're doing. Because if you ask for volunteers, the problem is you ask for volunteers and people will be mad that you didn't volunteer, knowing that nobody wants to volunteer. But if you want people to do something, you tell them this is what I want. This is what you will do. I don't know if I agree with that. That's what happened. I didn't say you had to agree with it, but this is what happens. Yeah, I think I think if you build the right team, and then you say I would, you know, say something like, "Hey, I, I got totally a agree." Yeah, Jody, we we like to we, yeah. we. I totally agree. I'm telling you, real life. Yeah, well, <laughs> especially totally when you're working you. with the younger. Because when I yeah, have people, like I don't, folks. I don't have, I don't have to worry about people asking like, "Will you help me?" I gotta, I gotta tell people I'm good. Like I don't need the help because I have the right people around me right yeah. now. You know what I mean? But when you don't, when you don't teach them that, when you don't love people a certain way, then they they. Because when, when you love people a certain way, they show up for you even when you don't, when when they know they need you, not when you ask them. Like, because you, yeah. you moving, yeah. you're like, yeah, I got to move this weekend. You got, 
do you need help? I'm gonna ask you automatically, right. like because yeah. you're my dude, right? You're my person, and and that's that's where that true connection comes from. And you don't have to go through these very um, was adversarial conversations, like or and yeah. jockey for position. Yeah. <laughs> How do you navigate projected guilt? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's, it's, it's just holy. Hell. I, I think I mean, that's I, where you've got to be on. Like, and this is where we these questions. <laughs> that's where you get into self awareness. Yeah. Right. You have mm. to ask yourself, what does this mean to me? What am I truly in control of? And then, how do I genuinely feel about this? Mm-hmm. But that takes courage, Projected honesty, guilt. and confidence. I mean, it, it's taken me a while, and I, Ooh, I, I'm I wish still I could growing, put some personal stuff growing right through this a little bit. <laughs> is is learning to. <clears throat> to decipher and know, hey, that's not me. Like, mm-hmm. what if it's not me? What it if ain't. it's not me? You know, what if? If usually, if um, you answer the question, it probably ain't you. you know, and, 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 and then what does it look like to lead with, what if it's not me? It's not me. It's never me? Wait. Or possibly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is that that? Because as someone who just picks up and feels and um, my, my default or my past have been to automatically take what you're saying and I would, I would feel the guilt and right. people please and think that it's mine yep. um, and operate from a place for that that was never my emotion even to begin with. Uh, so talk about that persuasion or manipulation of emotions, not even knowing it. Um, and then the realization of an attack is the beginning of to defeat an attack, right? But if you don't even know you're being attacked, if you don't even know something's being projected on you, yeah. you're just like, this is who I am. This is my world. This is what's going on. I'm just a people pleaser. What's going on? But the moment you like, wait, 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 wait. It's never mine. Well, and I think. Or just this, it's, it's usually often not me. Yeah. I'll, 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 um, I'll, I'll handle it. You know, you know this, this is my job. And that's what the other person will say to you. And they're like. <laughs> I think the question you start with is. Mm-hmm. Is the story I'm telling myself true? Mm. Right? Because whenever we start to feel that guilt, you know, and I always How use honest the, can you be with you? That's right. The, I always <laughs> use the example of when I was working real hard, uh, my wife would tell me, like, go surf on the weekends, in the mornings. And I was like, no, 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 I can't. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll be here when you guys wake up or whatever. And then I would be all grumpy because I didn't go surf. Okay. Right? But she's, like, telling me, go— I was, the story I was telling myself wasn't true. The story I was telling myself was I worked all week. I was, you know, so I need to be here for the girls when they wake up. When in reality, the story was they wanted me to go because then when I would come back, then I was like the best version of myself. And it's really what, a couple of hours at most? And And half the time I get back for there even away. And they sleep. (laughs) And they sleep. That's what I learned too. Like I stopped uh, when I was training for races. Uh, and this uh, this is a tactic I, uh, or uh, skill I teach my athletes now because people get guilt. Mm-hmm. They feel guilty. They feel shame when they you're pulling time. They got so much yeah. time away from their family. Go early. Like I, I would yeah. get up. Like we had to go to Disney World one time. I was training for Ultraman, and I had like a nine hour bike ride or something like that. Some astronomically stupid, uh, which I do stupid stuff like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I get I got up like at three a.m. Yeah, and just start riding. Mm-hmm. Right, because I knew I needed to get it done, and that's not, not something. But like you said, like by the time I got to a certain point where I could stop, they were still asleep anyway. Yeah, right. And then now we're both fulfilled. So, so you, you telling me you took care of you first, 
Yeah, it's unheard of. You took care of you first, even though it was early. I I think with the whole redefining self-care and like some of the myths too. People get offended by that though. Yeah, they do. (laughs) There's something we got to break down with that. There's there's, there's the misconception that says it's either this or that you have to choose. It's either you're taking care of others or you're taking care of yourself um, because no one has actually talked about that you actually get to do both. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to choose. What if there's not a choice? What if you get to take care of you and you get to take care of others Period. And that's just it. This is the ways that you take care of you, and this is the ways that you take care of others. You know, Have your cake and eat it, too. You know, I just did a workshop with a bunch of police officers uh, like a couple weeks ago, and one of the you know exercises I had them do was like write down what self-care means to you, how you take care of yourself, and what do you enjoy doing. And I was watching the crowd as they're doing this, and you would be amazed at how many people their pens stopped mm-hmm. when it came to what do I enjoy doing. And when we started talking about self-care, the, the you know, play. like that dichotomy yeah. between taking care of yourself versus taking care of others, especially in a community where to protect and serve, like their whole motto is to serve other people. Mm. So then you feel like a jerk when you're serving, like taking care of yourself. And it was amazing to like open mm. that conversation, you know, where they're able to talk about what it looks like to take care of themselves and how foreign of a concept that was for them. But then when you talk about showing up as a better version of yourself when you take care of yourself, you know, either at work or at home or wherever you're trying to show up, when you're taking care of yourself, you're going to be better in all those places than if you just are always at work or always serving other people. You know, and it's huge. Yeah, just like these light bulb moments, but it happens everywhere all the time. And and if you can take that beautiful experience and then, like, I love how you just, like, map out, connect those dots of how how does this make you a better person in those different areas? Because you hear it out there. They say, oh, if you do this, you know, it makes you better everything that you do. But how? Yeah. But how? And when we, when we can actually connect and see that, it's like, oh, now it only makes sense. It's like the athletes showing up on race day. You know, in, and that's how I think of it, right, is every day is race day, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm at home, when I'm at work, whatever. There's a goal, there's a start, and there's a finish. Well, in the in the sense of I want to show up, like, ready for the race. Okay. And so when I get home, I want to show up as happy husband, happy dad, like, you know. Yeah. But when I'm at work, I want to show up as a, a great leader and diligent and caring and all those things. But I'm only able to do that by taking care of myself. And if you look at athletes, the way they train, there's rest planned in there. There's light days. There's hard days. <sighs> You know, and I, I know it's kind of a weird analogy, but if you can build that sure. into your life so that you're showing up at each event as the best version of yourself, everybody benefits. Then you've got an amazing race day, you know, compared to like basically just blasting through and training all the time or working all the time. Mm-hmm. Then you're no good to anybody because you show up as like mm-hmm. 70% probably best. You know, self-care is part of my business strategy. Yeah. It should be. Yeah, right? It, it should be. When you're doing those, your ideas, the innovations, the creativity, yep. like everything that happens when you're out there on the waves, right? And you're like, sir, you come back, you're just like fresh and things are firing yeah. and you're just, man, I'm, I'm living in my sweet spot, you know? I'm yeah. like, this joy that's there. And then everything you create, you know, comes from what you've been embodying, what's mm. there. And you get more of that. You get to bring that home to the family. You know, but I think that conversation, self-care is, is a part of the business strategy. 
you know, and normalizing that, especially in the, in the workplace and, that, and at home too. But and, it's so yeah. abnormal right now because everybody wears the I'm too busy as a badge of honor. Busy being busy. Yeah. Busy being busy. It hey, why, why are, and when you ask, what's yeah. preventing you from taking care of yourself? The number one answer yeah. I get, I'm too busy. Oh, you're too busy for joy? Oh, snap. You're too busy for abundance? Right. You're too busy for a good night's sleep? Yeah. yeah, that's where we're going. Yeah. Like, oh, you too busy? You got no time for that. Okay, okay. Right, but see, and, and nobody's that busy. I was like, I mean, I mean dang, yeah. The, the, yeah. the funny part is, like, you, it, it, it's all, it, for me, I love it when it's from the people that I, that I literally know their schedule. <laughs> And I know mine. Yeah. And I, and I got time for it. So you know, I tell people, <laughs> yeah, I said, and I watched the whole series on Netflix. He said, all day? I said, yeah. He said, how you had time for that? I made time. Yeah. Because it's important saying, to had me. Had versus make is different. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, oh, I could have yeah. done, done a lot of other things, but I chose not to. See, so you're telling me that we make time for the things that we, that we care about. Oh, yeah. Okay. We care. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't like, I, I, especially in retirement, man, like, it's just, you when you're on everybody else's agenda and you don't even know you're on their agenda, the expectations that they have of your time. Yeah. Right. And then you get the ability to have that back. And now you set, you know, I just get up. Like we said, we were joking about how we set alarm clocks now when we have to get up yeah. early in retirement because like mm. I, I get up when I get up. So you don't so you don't so what I'm hearing this is you don't <laughs> take a day for granted. I mean, you're talking yeah. about really waking up oh, every day yeah. on purpose, with purpose, knowing who you want to be when you wake up and you knowing what it looks like to show up that way, knowing what you've gone to, through to be here right now, and you're just not taking a day for granted. Because no, tomorrow's right? not promised, man. Yeah. Tomorrow's like, there's things that we need to do because, like, we, at the end of the day, they say, oh, I got to prepare for tomorrow. Like, we can, we can have faith that that tomorrow may come. We can have. We can hope that tomorrow may come. We can plan on tomorrow coming. But at the end of the day, there, there's no guarantees it's going to come. So if you lose yourself into things that don't matter in any given moment, then you're not living. You're just existing. Yeah. You're just existing, bro. Like, and like that, I'm, I've been there and existing why? Like, well, there's yeah. so many people there. Yeah, I'm like, not, why? I'm, I'm like, feeling the person right now who's like, <laughs> I know that that makes sense, but I am really busy, you know? And it's like that pressure to feel like I can't release or let something go. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and that's that adversity, right? Okay. Like, the, all those busy, you know, busy things, are they're just like rocks in your pack. Mm -hmm. But when you set that pack down and you look in it, and then you have to ask yourself, I control what's in this. Because, but like. And what can I take right. out? Because one, the world sells fear, right? And then, so when they sell fear, we act in scarcity, mm -hmm. right? And everything that we do is like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. Because we, we've we been taught to be in survival mode our whole lives. This is why when I tell people, yeah, I'm going to retire. And they're like, I said, I ain't going to do nothing. I had to be more specific because they're like, oh, you're going to do something. No, no, let me, let's make sure you're clear. I'm not going to work, but I'm going to do a whole bunch of stuff, right? And because all they know is doing, they like, nothing. Like, you can't just do nothing. You got to do something. Or you gotta, and people want to go back to work. They want to they wanna make up things. But, like, I should be the whole point of retirement or to 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 take care of me. That's, that's one. Retirement is supposed to be self-care. Like, that's... It's supposed to be your celebration, as you talked about earlier, celebration of everything that you've accomplished to this point. Now you can go, ah, put your feet up, 
get up when you want to, hang out when you want to, have many podcasts as you want to, (laughs) right? You do all these things, but people can't fathom that, right? And they say, no, I got to go back to work. So why retire? Why stop? Why why stop doing it if you're going to just keep doing something else? And and who are you if you retire? Like, who are you? They don't know. That's a problem in the military. And I think (laughs) the military, but I think also like what's corporate world too. Goals, certain different things, relationships. It's like okay, I know this, but man, but if I'm not this person anymore, what is that? But those are the same people taking pills all their life because they depressed and anxious Mm -hmm. every day in their life because they're not doing what they want to do. They're living a life that they've been told to live. And every day they wake up, they're busy. It, it it's harder to be somebody else than it is to be yourself. Mm-hmm. So of course you're busy because you're trying to be everything that you're not. That's not it's not made for you because when it comes to being you, that's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. What's what what surrender? That's a that's um, a, I, I ain't mean, heard that word. You ain't heard that word. Long. I mean, I, I, it's, 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 <laughs> surrender. Yeah, there's a surrender and, and like, releasing all that was. What would you feel like if in this moment you just surrendered? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's yeah. like a I mean, workshop it's, thing. It's, 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 like, it's, it's like, like that's huge, like, man. Let's put, let's, let's put it down, you know? Um, the beautiful thing, too, about surrender, too, is, like, when we put something down, uh, we also have the opportunity to pick something up. You know, like, so we're, we were releasing something, but we're also maybe receiving something. And um, it's not just we're losing the identity here, but we're maybe gaining something here that kind of comes along with it. And just to well, and you might be gaining something. So I'm I'm back to my my backpack metaphor with a bunch of rocks. Mm-hmm. Carrying a bunch of rocks is heavy, but it doesn't really do anything for you. Mm-hmm. So what if you're able to remove those rocks and replace yeah. it with food, replace it with water, yeah. replace it with love, replace it with care, replace it with joy and happiness? Yeah. And you're carrying that on the path. So your pack is still full, but it's not heavy and burdensome. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing this amazing journey, this visual, like you got this pack on and you're on this new discovery and I'm like, I'm looking for joy. I'm yeah. looking for here's these things. And someone's like, oh, you got to like go yeah. through that trail there and th- there's, there's no elevator. Right? I mean, right. There's just all the things. You're just like, oh my gosh, joy is a journey, yeah. you know? And I'm like, here, it's, it's just this, you might get lost along the way a little bit, but it's just. Because those people going. that are, I'm too busy are. I feel like, and I was one of them, you're just carrying a bunch of rocks, right? So back to your point, you're just doing it. You're just doing it, man. You're doing what you think you should be doing. Yeah, and it's it's some of it might be meaningful at points. It's programmed. But then there's yeah. other times, yeah. you know, because I, I, loved, I loved being in the military. I loved working. I loved yeah. all of that. You know, it's, I, I think I just was overwhelmed at times because I was doing so much of that and then trying to be a good dad and, and husband and all that. And then I, I was the one who was suffering in the middle. So then I, if I look back on it, I wasn't the best that I could have been if I'd just taken a little time out for myself. I would have been light years ahead on both ends. Mm-hmm. That's the piece I think that it's counterintuitive to most people because they're thinking, I don't have time for myself. I, I'm the one. It's, I can hold this in. Are, are you, do you guys fill up when, you, when, you're, when, you're, when your vehicle runs out and needs gas? Do you, do you fill up all the way or do you just— Fill up a little bit. That's a great analogy. I fill up all the way. I mean, when I was was lacking funds, (laughs) I filled up a little bit because I only had so much to give because I was surviving. Okay, yeah. But Mm -hmm. when I got to the point where 
I had done the work to be in a place, I started to feel up all the way. That's good. I'm, I'm a, when I start meeting people, I ask, I'll be the first time I'm going to start yeah. asking people, hey, when That's you- That's a when great you, question. I need, I need to know how you live your life before you know, we go, we go do anything. I'm stealing that no, Do people, no, 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 do people, do no, people no, actually no. still just fill up a little bit? I mean, I mean I just, I'm, I'm just curious because yeah. I, I've my, my experience is people who don't fill up all the way, you're busier than anybody else. I've done. Um, and talk about, so if, if you ever, so I, I got a Jeep now, right? And so learning my Jeep. And I, if I'm going if I'm going on a trip, um, if I'm at a light or going somewhere and I see that light turn on and I don't know when the next time I'm going to fill up. If I don't know if there's gas stations, if, 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 if yeah. I mean, there's anxiety and there's stress mm-hmm. and there's like, all I can think about is, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? I'm not looking out the window. Scarcity. I mean, I'm not enjoying the windows being down or the top off or any of that. Everything is just frantic and I just need to get Get there and do the next thing could in plan or whatever was going on, but it, it applies the same way to self care. When we don't yeah. have a plan, we don't know where we're getting filled up. We haven't identified what brings us joy. We run to destination, to task and task. Just I just need to get there. I just need to do this thing. And once I arrive there, then, then I can worry breathe about it. and yeah. be able to do this. But thing. then you can't and because then, you got you, know, you ran out again and you absolutely. need to figure it out. And then if you don't take that time to properly fill up, being in a self care space, just from the wellness work that I do, I see it. People do one thing and they feel like they have enough. Yeah, they're like they're like. Oh, I, I've got enough now. I did the it's thing continuous. that I've been putting off yeah. for months, yeah. right? I'm finally going in to do the thing, that yoga class, that massage, or that walk, or whatever that thing is. I'm taking care of myself, and I'm good. And you're like, well, when are you going to do it again? No, right. this is a lifestyle. And so when you take that time and you constantly fill up, you constantly fill up, you constantly fill up. Sometimes I, in my own mind, I, I, I do it for fun. I don't even need gas, but I go to top it off. And that's it for, for, for my own training. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I top it off, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and that's such a great metaphor. And I think mm. the people that don't fill up all the way would tell you if you were to ask them, what prevented you from filling up all the way? You were at the pump. Mm-hmm. Poor planning. Or I didn't have time. They're the ones that are going to tell you, I only had Poor two planning. minutes to fill up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was rushing in the next thing. So now, now what you're telling me is you're going to have to stop on we the way home. To fill up. Chair that's why, yeah. That's why you don't have time because you didn't make the time. Yeah. Right? And, and, and yes. Because I've done, like, even now, like, we, we both said we fill all the way up. Yeah. But there are times in the last probably six months where I just was like, I just need enough gas to get where I need to go. Then I'll worry about to get there because I need to go here. And I sh- knew it in my mind, yeah. I should have filled up yesterday or yeah. day before and yesterday. how many of us have said, I knew it was coming. I'm running on fumes, right? I've said it to you. I'm running on fumes right now. I think you said it this morning. Yeah. Well, that's I got it. <laughs> I, 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 I think you literally actually said it this morning. But I, I, and I've said it to you. It's like, bro, it's all you today. <laughs> It's, yeah. Oh my goodness. It, it, it happens sometimes. You know, we're like, oh wow, it should have, and, and all of this. But yeah, we sure. Can, we, I mean, that, we, yeah. we, we, we we can prevent it, man. I mean, it, and when I'm filling up my tank, I I literally use that as an opportunity to breathe. Yep. Because I I still feel the energy of I need to go, I need to go, I need to go, I need to go, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay right here, and I'm gonna breathe. It's like preventing all this stuff is like preventing adversity. Well, and it's, mm. exactly. Mm. And I was just thinking because we it's cr- this stuff, stuff, this stuff, Tell most it. of it, like 99.9% of it is self-inflicted. Like, you can't control everything, right? Right. But, like, 99.9, it's like all, if we, if we look at the things that we're telling people not to do, that's the adversity in their life. They don't have enough time. They're telling themselves a different story. They're being somebody with, that other people said they should be. That creates adversity. When you're somebody that they say you should be, you can't be as efficient as you are, mm-hmm. right? If, you, if, you're, if you're not managing your life the, correctly, if you're not filling up, then you don't have what it takes to be present for yourself. If you're riding on fumes, 
all you taste, yeah. all you smell is fumes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think too, you know, there's a difference. You got all the stuff. You can prevent it. Yeah. When you were talking earlier, something that came up to me was there's a difference between being hard and being resilient. Right, like when you're when you're constantly working, you're not taking care of yourself and all that. I I I like visualize this really hard exterior, and nothing gets in and nothing gets yeah, out. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Right, whereas resilience <laughs> is you're you're proactive, you're filling your tank, you're doing all this so that when it may be challenging, but you can still move. That's right, you can and still when have the momentum comes, you need, you're like yeah. flexible. It's and you're you're able to move, and things will bounce off you. Fluid. They don't. Whereas when you're hard, it like hits Fluid, and it sticks, yeah. and it just continues to build and build and build mm-hmm. and build. Like and nothing this, ever changes. That's right. This yeah. big, when I think of that, I think of this big, crusty exterior that's just stacked on and stacked on. Sounds so heavy. Right. Whereas resilience mm-hmm. is like shiny and it's it's like a force field or something. And you're in it and you're protected, right? But yet you're able to move yeah. and continue forward progress with it. And I think that comes from from taking care of yourself and looking at like taking the time to fill up and do all that stuff. Because if you don't, and you stop, it's all this stuff is just piling on instead of like kind of bouncing off and you're able to roll yeah. with it. Be you, practice self-care, give yourself some grace, and don't be guilty for taking care of you. Yeah, and even if you feel a little bit of guilt for taking care of you, do it anyway. Do not let guilt be the reason why you don't take it. I would say you're going to feel guilt. So feel if you're it. in the right place, yeah. yeah. Feel it. Yeah. Acknowledge mm-hmm. it. Receive it. Right. Like change is hard. And then the reframe it. Yeah. If, it, if it's easy, then you ain't change. Like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, would he say? He's like, the workout doesn't begin and start until it gets hard. You're not because <laughs> you're not making any progress. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's where change is happening. Because if it's easy, you've mm-hmm. already had, your body has already the adaptation has already taken yeah. place. And I think that guilt and the truth <clears throat> kind of thing that I was talking about earlier. The, the guilt that a lot of us feel for taking care of ourselves is not true. Mm-hmm. But then when you're able to, to reframe, like receive that and reframe it and then get through that, you've opened that space. So then when real guilt comes in, you're like, oh, maybe I should pay attention to this. Yeah. Because I wonder how um, resistant to guilt we all get eventually after just feeling guilty all the time for mm-hmm. stuff we shouldn't feel guilty for. It's fair. Oh, yep, yep, oh, yep. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it changes your behavior instead of, Dealing with stuff that isn't really true first to take care of yourself. Game changer. Yeah. It's game changer. So as we we wrap up at, at this moment is... Damn, that was quick. It was quick. <laughs> right? And that, that's why I had to... I grab, you, you grab it. I, I'm looking oh, at it. Like, a timer. I, I don't yeah. want to stop you, oh, but I would... Stop. Okay. I, okay. I, would, I would ask you. I would ask you. Okay. There, there's, there's somebody listening to this that is... They stuck in this. Yeah. They stuck in this moment. And... Um, I mean, for us, like we're empathic, right? And we feel people's, and I can, you know, I can feel myself, and I can feel others. We talk about all these ways to move forward, but what is the first step? What would you? What advice would you give them? In one sentence, that's a little bit more difficult for you. I don't want to challenge you uh, today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say to to really feel into where you are right now in this moment, not 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 skip it, not try to move past however you are, what what you're in, and really to start to ask and get real with yourself.
on what's going to move you forward and, and how you want to feel, you know, but, but feel what you're feeling, acknowledge that. And then just take one step. Yeah. I think take one step. That's the biggest um, point of anybody that we coach, right? Is once it's getting, yeah. Stop telling, stop denial, stop pushing it off, stop feeling guilty mm-hmm. and just say, feel it. Like no matter how uncomfortable it is, just yeah. let it all in because you can't do something where you can't fix something that you haven't accepted. Your feelings are fuel for the action that you take. So the same reframing or whatever that goes in, like to really feel that um, moving through the body and from that place, taking a lined action step um, to to use that to to catapult yourself out of where you are to take that next step and just celebrate it. That's it. Well, uh, for this episode, one more time, if you could tell everybody how to get in touch with you. All right, Fidel Ford, F-I-D-E-L-F-O-R-D-E. Just pop me in Google in your social media feed, and I'll pop right up. Awesome. Pop right up. Well, thanks for hanging with us again, Fidel. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. We're definitely going to have you back. I look forward to it. Yeah, a whole lot. Yeah, a whole lot. (laughs) Uh, Appreciate it. Thank you all for listening, and I know that um, Fidel's presence and, and and a lot of our guests always bring value because we we spend a lot of time in conversations like trying to get the right people for you because we understand how valuable growth is and how change comes from those that are practicing change. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so that inner circle uh, is a very important place. And thank you for allowing us into your inner circle. And we appreciate you. Yeah. And keep doing what you can in the moment you can and just feel it. That's, I mean, what mic drop? Like, what else yeah. can we end on? Leave uh, us some stars, please. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should have just said with one sentence. It's like, just listen to the freaking podcast, man. I mean, can you, can you not like listen like, to the podcast? Like, like, when you don't know, just hit play. There it is. All <laughs> right, guys. See you later. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out.